what, um, what's up? I really like need to know what phase the moon is in right now. Um, mm, I can't see it outside right now. Uh, because and the reason I say this is because in traffic, I almost died several times coming to the recording of this podcast. Today. Amen. Um, I'm trying to be a good plant parent. So I go to the Lowe's on Winchester and first, first did of you, all, did you, okay, just to be clear. You on, drove to the, you didn't on bike to this on Winchester road. You just, yeah. So you drove to that just to be absolutely clear. Yeah. I drove to it. Okay. Thank God. Um, yeah, I, in, in my car, not on my bike. Um, so I'm on, that's right. Even um, Aaron's a cager. I'm on vine right where it, right where it like merges, you know, that yeah, everyone's favorite, like insane intersection. And, uh, this cop, Mm. is uh so this cop is behind another another car and he just starts firing into traffic in the left turn lane like the car the cop's just sitting there not doing anything and then the cop gets a call but it's behind another car so he puts his lights on but like what's the car gonna do right yeah the car just goes forward into traffic amen amen um and then i almost got t-boned turning left off of uh clay onto euclid because I, I went to kroger afterwards that's like why would you pick that intersection uh because it's convenient what do you you literally go one block further and you can take ashland totally protected yeah but it's closer i don't know <laughs> okay right. but yeah there's some crazy road work happening on euclid but drivers are crazy i'm a bad driver yeah that's why i cycle i'm actually a great driver i am I only sat in traffic today for um, an hour and twenty minutes. Oh. Um, record, record best, um, fastest commute traffic in um, thing. And I just was sitting down in Nicholasville, and I was like, I know that if they just listened to what I had to say about how they should do bus rapid transit on Nicholasville, I wouldn't be here right now. Um, you know, they say that uh, like most, like over uh, half of drivers, like sixty percent or seventy percent of drivers, think they're above average. And uh, oh, it has to, well, it, it, as God intended. And I am, I am of that thirty percent where, like, no, I know I'm shit. Oh, I've, 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 I know many people. Almost everyone, almost everyone that works in um, the discipline that I study in is um, a bad, a very bad driver. And so it's not like me. It's them telling me that I'm a good driver. I was the one I in high school. I was the person that gave driving lessons to like my classmates. I'm like, today we're going to learn how to park. Right. Um, it was a multi-day lesson. Speaking of driving things poorly, or if you're generally driving things excellently. Thank you. You guys are listening to lame. That's right. The Lexington, uh, Aphrodite Marxist experience. Oh, Wow. I just came up with that. Wow, we're gonna um, we're gonna burn the one Aphrodite card on this episode. God damn. <laughs> um, this is March eleventh, twenty twenty one. Oh man, that was mine. I'm Aaron. Um, okay, and I'm Jenry. Uh, you guys can follow us on Twitter. We're at LamePod. You can also email us your uh, death threats, driving tips, and spam at lexlamepod at gmail If you want to donate cryptocurrency to me or something. I don't know. I'm not going to put an address in the description. That would be insane. Everyone. Yeah. Um, you just got, everyone's going to get it. Everyone's getting in on the bull run. Even the leftists now. Um, this is my non fungible podcast. <laughs> uh, speaking of things that aren't fungible, the news. <laughs> um, so what is, what is going on in our fair city today? Well, um, first and foremost, this isn't Lexington per se, but this is, it's, it's in the area. 
Um, another piece of infrastructure has just burned to the ground um, this uh, past week. I read about this in the paper. Yeah, it's really, um, yeah, if this isn't like our show photo or something, um, it, I don't know what it is. It's really, it's really good. Um, it's, they, uh, it's, it's representative of our podcast too. Oh yeah, it's a, it's a, it is a 150 year old wooden bridge, covered bridge, um, and it's just on fire. And when the sheriff showed up, they just started taking photos, which I have huge respect for, because um, it looked pretty cool. Now, why did this thing catch fire? No clue. Why did the GIF plant face fall off? Still no word. I decided to Google that as well. Why did the electrical fire happen at Fayette Mall? Still no word on it. I think they think that it's arson. That would be, I mean, that would, all right. Because I mean, they were they were talking about it in the Herald-Leader. They were like, um, this has to have been somebody that set it on fire. It was like too, it was too perfect. Yeah. Well, this is the, um, this is the world that we live in now. Everyone's um, very eagerly looking to set fire to things. Speaking of setting fire to things, on the, um, uh, nearing the, uh, the, uh, one year anniversary of, um, COVID-19 being declared a pandemic, um, just two days shy, uh, um, the Krikorian theater, um, group had the nerve to, um, decide to open today. Um, and, uh, yeah, like I don't. If you want a private bowling alley and you hate local businesses, yeah, I guess you'll go bowling at Krikorian. Everyone, Collins Bowling is an icon, and you should absolutely support them over that. If you want to go see a movie, um, well, maybe, um, honey, you should sit this one out until the Kentucky Theater opens back up again. Um, Which will probably be a more appropriate time pandemic-wise anyway. Indeed. You be even if, even right if you've now. got Even if you got all those sweet, good Pfizer microchips in you now, um, I'm just saying, maybe, uh, like... Maybe simply don't patron this um, this uh, despicable thing. Um, I don't know. I, it's fine. Whatever. There was an unveiling ceremony. Uh, Mayor Gorton was there, um, and uh, yeah. So that's the um, that's what I've uh, th- that's the um, actual stuff. Now now it's time to get into sort of like my my bread and butter. I have one big note that I guess we'll bring up in side B because this is way more in Aaron's wheelhouse. So stay tuned for that, I guess. Um, it's about, it's about the cops. Um, just, uh, if you want to, if you want a little spoiler, um, I will be covering today, uh, on March 9th, there was a, um, another work session. Um, and, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I figured out why we couldn't find the minutes, figured out why we couldn't find the minutes, right? Enlighten us. Well, they had just been uploading them to Legistar this entire time. Um, and, uh, not onto their, um, like not onto the link you would expect. You have to look for like the work. Cause when I was looking for the work session packets and everything, um, and literally the meeting minutes get posted, you know, very close afterwards. So if you want to find the meeting minutes for these things, don't go to the place where you would think and would expect them to be as they were in the past. Right. You have to go to Legistar now, which is fine. Legistar is a great service. I think it's cool. Um, but the mystery has finally been solved. Yeah. Um, too bad the minutes are also not particularly useful um, for uh, someone trying to like do journalism. So I still have to sit there and watch the whole fucking thing like an idiot. Um, but, which is fine. It makes me feel. Um, it makes me feel real, anyways. Um, so uh, a few things to look out for um, is that as it stands, um, if I read this uh, memorandum correctly. Um, there will be a, uh, expect a final push, um, of the, um, uh, outdoor dining restrictions that were, um, alleviated 
at the beginning of the pandemic to be moved from their current deadline, which is May 2nd, 2021, all the way to, ladies and gentlemen, holy shit, October 31st, 2021. Um, a little little um insight, uh, October's going to be fucking crazy. October is going to be off the chain, folks. Um, uh, October will be like the first month where everything's like, we're like, we're like past 90% vac- vaccinations or whatever. That's where everyone's setting for things to open up. Everyone's moving. There's the Arbor Day, which was supposed to happen this uh, month, but it's being pushed to like October 16th. I'm just going to say, ladies and gentlemen, um, I'm going to have to maybe like um, uh, speak with my employers, um, speak with my, uh, with, with many other people in my life and sort of work out some sort of um month long sabbatical that I can take from everything else. So I can just sort of like, you know, like live in October, 2021, because it's folks, it is shaping up to be something. And it's not an election year. That's right, folks. That's the other important thing. October, it's the first year. It's first, first year in three years where I haven't had any, any, where I will not have any sort of election stressors, any sort of election to look at. It will simply be what October was meant to be. Um, which is, uh, my, my month long religious holiday. Uh, this is shaping up to be the best October ever. Hey, well, let's not say that. Beer, beer, brats, and bros. Okay, Am I well, right? that happens in September, anyways. I'm curious, actually, if they're going to move the Oktoberfest um, to sept- to uh, October. Um, my guess is probably, but I don't know. Who knows how the church the church works in mysterious ways? Um, so there is um uh. The rental assistance um, things have come up. Councilmember Maloney is the first to bring this up, and um, God bless that guy. Um, he is, uh, despite being, and you know, I, I really don't mean this as an insult. I know he has no control over it. Uh, Councilmember Richard Maloney is is borderline like unintelligible. Like he has, um, the, the, he it is very as someone that has like auditory processing issues um, and does a podcast for some reason. Like it is very difficult sometimes to keep track of what he's saying, um, and but uh, it, mad mad respect to the guy. Um, every day he comes out and just crushes it, um, and will will not will not let anyone um, dunk on him because of um, his any impediments he may have. Um, but he is um he did say there's a here's a premium quote. So it's the landlord's. Um, and they're out there complaining about uh, the uh, rental assistance sort of eviction stuff. And they're like, I don't like how it's taking too long to get my eviction through or whatever. You know, lots of new complaints. Apparently there's new software coming. But um, but he point he wanted to point out that um, that uh, Councilmember Sheehan is uh, out there working, um, working hard on this thing. And in his words, quote, for the landlords, unquote. Um, so make of that what you will. But... Liz Sheehan. I don't know. I mean, like he said it in a positive way. He was just like, he's like, they're out there working. She's out there working for the landlords. You know, like I wish I could say we had our our hopes high for Liz Sheehan after she deposed Bill Farmer Jr. I mean, it, this is she is the lesser of two evils, and um, I stand behind my vote for her um, when I voted in whatever the the when I actually lived in District Five in 2018. I stand by that. Um, but yeah, no, it just like. Just really, really funny to me because I think some people do need a wake-up call that not only is Mayor Gordon a landlord, everyone on this board is for landlords and or probably a landlord. Um, so who knows? Probably not Gian, but 
It's a it's a an urban county government by and for the landlords. Yeah, basically. Um, so good news is that apparently they're getting some new software rollout or something, and the um, a whole paperwork surrounding rental assistance stuff is going to be expedited. Um, James Brown also comes up and he's um and he's like, yeah. Um, what James Brown was talk, what uh, James Brown says, what Maloney was talking about was um, the actual program name is called the Eviction Prevention Initiative, um, and uh, he's working hard. Um, there's people out there, city council, city, actual city, you know, bureaucrats are out there working around the clock, off the clock, to um, literally off the clock to prevent landlords from a uh, landlord from evicting a disabled mo- a mother and her two kids, like like Jesus, it's so. So fucked up. Um, but James Brown also is um, talking about how there's going to be one, I believe, uh, one more upcoming um, COVID vaccine clinic um, that U- UK is running that's targeting more underrepresented um, communities, um, which is sort of a uh, a copy of the um, COVID, text, COVID testing initiative that they had, um, sort of just a copy-pasted that, but now it's vaccines. Um, uh Councilmember Bloodstow, when she went to speak at the work session, she wanted to. She was talking about all these um, new local businesses that are coming to the Southland area or whatever, and they all sound like weird gentrifying shit. Like, like not a single one of them sounds like a service someone that makes below like sixty five thousand a year would use. Um, so, like that was that was sad. Um, Councilmember Plowman is announcing, and this is guys. I'm I'm trying to be smart, but I'm. I'm tempted. I didn't think I could ever be tempted like this. Um, but uh, Keeneland is opening up for their spring meet, April 22nd and 23rd. And um, never in my life had I had a stronger need to just go to the races. Um, you gotta, you gotta bet your money. Yeah, I, I. That's that's what's fun about it. I've been I've been betting. Um, it is a strong tradition in my family to bet on race horses. Isn't there? Um, um, isn't there some kind of vaccine clinic going on at Keeneland right now? There is. So you can um, yeah go to go to Keeneland get vaccinated get vaccinated bet two dollars on the horse with like one to a hundred odds are they are money. they racing horses I thought they were doing I don't know in 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 my mind's mental image I imagine them doing the vaccines on the track that's badass no they have shit tons of parking uh, okay. um, it's, it's probably all a parking lot set up um, the actual inner walls of Keeneland do not really lend well to any respiratory disease. Um, it's incredibly packed there. I'm so ready. To, honestly, guys, I'm, I'm like, I never realized that I would actually miss going to Keeneland, but I do. Um, I, I'm a big fan of reading those papers, betting on those horses. You can go to Churchill Downs this year too. Oh, the Derby, the Derby's no, on. Who cares? I don't want to. I don't. I don't. I don't. I've been to Churchill Downs. It's whatever. I'm in the. I'm. I'm. I'm too busy living in the horse capital of the world to go to Churchill Downs. That's all I'll say. Um, but. uh you know, um, what am I trying to say here? What else is on the list? Um, David Kloiber is making moves. He's like, he's like, um, weather's getting warm. People out there walking. And one of these people noticing there's shopping carts everywhere. And then I start calling around. Turns out the whole city's got a problem with increased shopping carts. So he uh, made a little motion to bring the issue of too many abandoned shopping carts to the environment, um, environmental quality and public works committee. And people are like, everyone's in on it. Nice one. Don't um, forget to spay or neuter your shopping cart. Yes. Um, and then get this one teeing up. Hannah Legree comes on and she's, um, she was, you know, once again, raising concerns about how we're going to connect people with the rental assistance program. 
um, which is something that she's been pretty consistent on. Same thing with the public, um, which they also brought up in the uh, thing, the finally that report when we talked about the um, public civic lex wanting to do the uh, integrated um, partnership with the government about public comments um, that was brought up. And Liguri was also like, how are we going to actually make this like uh, she's very end user oriented, um, which, you know, we love to see. That's a really what council members should be up to. Um, uh, let's see. Um, oh God, she unironically she gave a shout out to the uh, Lexington Housing Justice Collective, which you may recognize as the people that stood outside Linda Gordon's home with megaphones. Don't they? Uh, they have landlordlinda.com, right? They do. They do. It's so awesome. Um, I did not. I, I I don't think it registered with Gordon. I didn't see any expression on her face, which is really what I'm looking for. Is sort of the uh, emotional. Um, uh, capacity of um, our council members but yeah that was awesome um uh Legree, um she uh she enjoyed the jacobs uh ceremony um some it was either her or someone was like was like i'm sure jake appreciated that the ceremony was short and i'm like hell yeah hell yeah um which is very funny there's a coming up next week is jacob's birthday um and they're doing a book drive so if you have books to give, give it to the Jake Gibbs book drive. Um, where do you where do you give that to the book drive? Well, they didn't say it on the they didn't say it in the council in the at the council meeting. So I don't know, just Google it. All uh, right, Google Jake Gibbs book drive to learn more. Yeah, basically, or actually, you should duck duck go. Jake oh yes, book duck drive. duck go. Yeah, we're not. We're, we you know Google has become so ubiquitous in mm-hmm. our in our English really, language. I, I desire diversity in my search results. You duck duck go. I mean, I use duck duck go, Good. but I still say Google. Yeah, we got to work on getting rid of um, Google from our uh, lexicon. Um, so, uh, oh, that's what I missed. Before I get to this lamb thing, I do need to read. Um, I'm, I can't believe I totally skipped over this. I need to read you a quote. Um, so, as you know, as we covered it, um, the uh, the uh, um, conversion therapy ordinance that we were going to, you know, that would ban conversion therapy, that Fred Brown very, like, visually like taking up like 70% of a zoom screen voted no to with his hand. Right. Here's a quote that, um, yours truly Beth Musgrave got from uh, Fred Brown <laughs> quote. I worry about the government intervention of parental control unquote. That's right, folks. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Ladies and gentlemen, if you live in, I don't know, whatever district he's in, if you live by, um, I think he's seven, right? I want to say seven. Yeah. If uh, look, if you live by, um, if you live by the uh, Tate's Creek High School, just like I, I almost added this to a few. Uh, I think it was last week or something. There was um, another another Herald Leader article complaining about the noise pollution coming out of the uh, Tate's Creek High School construction, and I'm just like, shut up! I didn't even want to cover it. It was like so tiring. Um, like, who cares that your cul-de-sac has construction? I don't. know. I'm so. I have, I have, I have, I have no positive words about for Fred Brown. Today. If you're, if you're in district seven, you know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hope he is district seven. This is, yeah. All right. Um, so anyway, so getting back to this, um, council member lamb. Um, oh, so you do have something printed. Hold on a second. What's this here? What do you have uh, over there? Pulling up our notes from a previous episode. Oh, so you don't throw them away. Uh, no, you. I don't throw them away. These are, these are valuable. 
he threw them away the first time. Every time I see you throw it away. Well, this I, is so touching that you keep the notes. Yeah, I keep the notes. I'm too lazy to throw them away. <sighs> this is like, ah, guys, this is adorable. Um, uh, you know, because we did our civics thing, and um, I'm what trying. Oh, here we go. Oh my god, we've done a lot of episodes. Uh, this is our tenth episode. We've done um, ten. This is ten. Um, Fred Brown is actually District Eight. So Thank if you, you yeah. if you live in District Eight, you know what to do. Wow. Yeah. Quick on the draw, Charlie, for getting those papers to us. By the way. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, Susan Lamb is uh, bringing um, uh, is a uh, I forget what they were talking. Uh, piggybacking off of that, she's bringing um, Susan Lamb is bringing a diversity, equity, inclusivity statement um, to the uh, General Government Social Services Committee, which is my favorite committee, by the way. Just throwing it out there, um, all the good ones, all the good boys are on it. Um, and uh, Fred Brown voted yes to that, so at least Fred Brown is down with inclusivity, diversity. Um, you can you can be inclusive, but. Uh, it's it's a parent's right to choose whether or not their child has lasting mental health issues for the rest Amen. of their life. I think every child deserves to have lasting men- mental health issues. Well, if if they don't, think about it. If everyone was healthy, no one would be making podcasts anymore. And then we'd be out of we'd be out of. No luck. one would be listening to podcasts exactly. Anymore. That's in, even more critical. <laughs> no, we we we'd be out of a job if we we're we're actually very pro mental illness on this. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, I can't I can't I can't say that with a straight face. I'm. Hero was trying to make an episode that was just like right down the middle, but I've like quickly gone off. Um, Lexington is the top 50 places to travel to in 2021, which um, what I will say to people that are listening to this podcast that don't go to Lexington, stay away. I like my city. I don't want, I don't need you in it. I was looking at, um, they have this, they have the propaganda outside of the chamber of commerce. Oh my God. Yeah. It It was like, uh, it's like, okay. All right. There's, it's like, learning that the chamber of commerce is a private entity is the exact same like horror in my gut that I feel when I learned that the private the federal reserve is a private entity, like terrifying. What, who, why does, why does the chamber of commerce get to do anything? Um, cause we let them exactly, exactly folks were cowards. Anyway, um, council member Reynolds, uh, noted that the garden side park play equipment was, um, just removed without announcement for some sewer project. Um, and they're having some walkthrough in a few days for it, um, where they're going to talk about what the project's going on. But she's like, now we have now, now we're searching for money in the budget to, uh, replace it. And I'm like, what, what have you done with the play equipment? How expensive could it be to just put it back? Like, are they not, do they just trash? I don't know. It's very confusing. Sometimes these, I mean, the council members, like this is like their main way like when they do these council person updates, council member updates, they're not recorded, right? In um, the meeting minutes or whatever. This is entirely for people watching the meeting minutes, like me and our listeners, um, to get updates. And they just do such a bad job at like filling out some of the updates. Like when she was like, "There's when when Legree was like, there's a book drive, good luck. Like, I don't know. It's uh, very, very unprofessional as opposed to our very good podcast where we put links in the show notes. We but, do. Um, on a less, on a, on a, on a more grim notes, um, shootings have been going up in Lexington. Um, and, uh, she says, quote, I'm taking this seriously, unquote. Um, so hopefully, um, by meeting with a bunch of local organizations, um, and whatnot, uh, 
hopefully um, council member Reynolds can just find a solution to gun violence. Um, I don't, I do not know if the um, current uh, structure of the Lexington urban Fayette County government um, can pull this off. Um, I, but I would be very, it would be incredibly funny if Reynolds came away from this and she was just like, Oh God, full communism now is what we need. Um, like anyway, I'm just, I gotta, um, you know, I can't, I gotta stop goofing. Whenever, um, whenever I like browse YouTube incognito, um, I always like see, uh, in, in the recommended they're like, um, young, young liberal girl gets, gets explained what an AR 15 actually is. And it's like Ted Cruz huh. like sitting there. Ted, Ted Cruz explains to young liberals what AR-15s actually are. I never would have assumed. Oh no! I mean, I've seen it coming. It's just such a shock to me that like the classic like like the mode like like the way liberal comedy is 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 all about the own. It's all about the uh, the um, destroyed with facts or and logic. Conservative comedy. Well, it's just it's funny that it's funny that like or, yeah, it's funny that conservatives have also adopted the like. Um, explaining someone to death as like the own i don't know sorry the epic own i'm editorializing too much right now folks um meanwhile um our uh speaking of editorializing too much whitney baxter not whitney baxter i don't know what her, i think it's whitney you know council member baxter everyone's least favorite real estate agent um uh just said quote i appreciate the stonewall neighborhood unquote i don't need to hear any more about it stonewall neighborhood um uh sucks it's named after a bunch of confederates like whatever um if you live in stonewall i'm sorry maybe consider moving in the circle and being part of society um and uh also she's complaining that there's just still gravel everywhere you know i saw a bunch of people the other day on euclid avenue and they were just ordinary people ordinary citizens they had a broom and dustpan and a garbage can. People are going insane over this gravel. This is week two of gra- of the gravel being places, and like it, it, street sweepers were never were simply not prepared for this, right? There's no, you know, our our infrastructure for sweet, sweet street sweeping is not great. You know, there's actually very few roads that are sweeped um, monthly. Like the sweeping just doesn't happen as frequently. Apparently, there's issues with calibrating the street sweepers where they'll sweep up too much gravel or something and then they can't finish their route. I don't know. It's um, people are going crazy. And every time they bring it up at the work session, they bring in one of the people that are in charge of the street sweepers. And they're just like, can you tell me the, uh, the like addresses? And I'm just like, and I see the council members tell the addresses. They're like, all right, we're on it. And I'm like, but guys, it's not just like, you know, it's everywhere. You know, the gravel is everywhere. Right. I, the, I think the gravel is good, but like, if you want to have environmentally sustainable, um, you know, anti uh, ice like things like gravel and what, you know, like reusable ones, you have to have a system to take it back up. Is this the first time we've done gravel? No, no, no. Last week we talked a lot about gravel too. No, like in, in the city of Lexington. This is the first time we've done gravel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this... I, I remember, I, I remember what we talk about in the podcast. Yeah. This is, this is a, we're 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 gravel pioneers out here um okay so yeah. we're it's the wild west of gravel out here in lexington basically um so like yeah i get super i don't know i've guys it's just been like a weird i'm i'm very much in that entering year two of covid um and i've just like i've just been out there um my my section is finally under 30 minutes um, because I simply neglected to like 
ignore like a paragraph of text and save it for side B or whatever. But like, I guess with that, I yield my time. All right. I think we're free. We're free. Holy shit. Okay, we'll see you in a second. You guys are listening to the middle of lame right now, the Lexington Aphrodite Marxist experience. If you guys like what you hear, you can leave us a review on iTunes. It helps us out with reach and getting to more and more people. You can also share this with your friends, your mom, your dad, your uncle, your cat, your dog, everybody in Lexington that you think deserves to hear this. If you want to email us your comments, questions, concerns, city council minutes that are actually good, you can contact us at lexlamepod at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at lex or at lamepod. And with that, we are going to be continuing to side B. Welcome back to Lame, the Lexington Aphrodite Marxist experience. I'm Aaron. Uh, and I'm Jenry. This is side B yeah. of the show. So I've noticed you um, have uh, two lines of text for side B. Yeah. Um, it's been an interesting week. Uh, in the world, in the Commonwealth, and more importantly, in the city of Lexington. Um, One of the things that I've been paying attention to a lot is what's been going on in our fair capital, Frankfurt. Um, I've been sitting in on some council, not council sessions, some committee sessions, Mm -hmm. and uh, some interesting things have been happening in our fair Commonwealth. Uh So... I was sitting in on the uh, committee hearing for what is uh, Brianna's law or uh, the the state version of that, um, and basically there are like two two versions of that, um, and this was the Senate Judiciary Committee meeting yes. to hear House Bill Number Twenty One, an Act Concerning Public Protection. Um, Now, like I said, there are two versions of this. Senate Bill 4 is also an act concerning public protection or something similar to that effect. And declaring an emergency. Uh, (laughs) Well, Andy Andy, uh, actually vetoed Senate Bill 3, which was an act for, um, it was like organizing uh, the uh, executive structures and declaring an emergency. So they took out some office of... uh, of agriculture and put it in the legislative body. Absolutely insane. Because um, they were like, Andy, no. Weird. Uh, but he vetoed that, and then they overrode the veto today. Sad. Um, uh, but, yeah, Senate Bill 4 is by uh, President Stivers, and I've been saying his name Stevers this whole time, but it's That's Stiv- awesome. Stivers. Stevers. Um, and uh, the, the bill counterpart in the House is by Representative Attica Scott mm. of Jefferson County. It's an awesome name, Attica Scott. Um, Probably a very bad person. She's she's super awesome. Oh really? Um, yeah. She so she her her version of the bill is um, it's a lot more like in depth as to like what police can and cannot do as far uh-huh. as uh, I think they they both want to ban um, no knock warrants. Mm-hmm. That's um, a big one. Which was which was the whole thing, and they were talking about it in the in the committee session, um, and 
you know, uh, I think Stivers is like a little bit more lax. He was basically like no knock warrants. Um, and then he like defines like, um, you can't have a no knock warrant between the hours of, uh, like nine thirty and 6am. Dude, it's going to suck for those people that at like 601, you know what I mean? Yeah. 601. Um, and unless, unless you have a biological weapon or a weapon of mass destruction or you're a terrorist, Mm-mm, I think we should, I think we should actually, um, I think actually if we're in that scenario, we should just let it. <laughs> And so um, I don't think Attica Scott's bill had any language for that. I think it was just a blanket ban on no knock. A badass. Um, and so it was it was interesting seeing them because they're sitting they're sitting on two sides of the same table mm-hmm. in front of the Senate Judiciary Committee. Mm-hmm. They're explaining everything, and everybody's pretty much in agreement, which is weird for Kentucky. Very weird for Kentucky, but um, I can't tell if that's very good or very bad to hear. Yeah, so Senator Stivers or President Stivers, I should President say. President Stivers. because um, that's okay. First of all, before we even get into the hearing, I need to I need to make a note that during all these committee hearings, at least on the Senate floor, it was fine. During these committee hearings, not a single Republican was wearing, at least in Republican leadership, was wearing a mask. Yeah. Um, like full stop. Interesting. I guess they all have the vax. I guess they all have the vax. Um. It was, it was interesting. I, I was seeing I was seeing President Stevers on, um, yeah, President Stivers on um, the uh, Budget Committee mm-hmm. the other day, and he was in like he he was in a suit for the Judiciary Committee hearing, but in the uh, Budget Committee he was in a suit, but it was a tracksuit. Oh my God, that's awesome! <laughs> and it was not any tracksuit; it was a Union College tracksuit. That's so badass. She's like, ah, what's up, budget? What's up? that's so? Oh my god! So um, wow, it was it was fascinating oh. to see, and I was like looking up like Union College um, from his district, mm. and uh, yeah, they have it's it's any a, cool yearbook photos of him in blackface that we can find. Unfortunately, or? no. Yeah, uh, no, none that remain. I don't know. I mean, like he 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 covered his bases. I mean, well, we thought Trudeau had his bases covered for decades. I mean, you know, it could just one one day it could just appear. It could just appear. Just wait. If anybody has dirt on President Stivers, let me know. <laughs> if you have dirt on any politician, bring it to us. We Please. are um, we are we are apolitical when it comes to tearing down people's political or careers. Lexington apolitical <laughs> Marxist. <laughs> um, and so at the uh, at the Judiciary Committee meeting. Um, pretty like boilerplate stuff they were they weren't even talking about amendments they were really just uh focusing on are they going to recommend the bill or not Mm. um because at that point they've done all the amendments that they wanted to Uh um i believe the general uh general session ends in like may april or may or something kentucky has like stupid weird regulations for meeting so did the soviet union (laughs) but anyway um let that one sink in, folks. The uh, the president of the Senate was talking about how his son, oh, a, a a twenty two year old, uh, basically twenty two year old, basically neo Nazi. Oh no! Because um, he was talking about how his son uh, is twenty two. He's in like the police. Oh no! Oh uh, no! Not just any police. So he's in like White House police. He guards the president. <laughs> And he was teaching. He was Rutt-row. teaching. Um, he was teaching uh, the military how to shoot guns. Wow! Wow! This is my son. 
Um, very unusual for a 22-year-old to make it in the Waffen SS, but very proud of him. Um, and he was saying how his son was talking about how it's always a nightmare as a police officer oh to enter into somebody's home and uh, do a no-knock warrant and all that kind of stuff. I mean, like, if you old- want to, if you want to do it, you got to do it outside. Yeah, I Don't mean, get like, a room. like, I mean, like, uh, it, putting our little humanist goggles on, like. I'm sure it's absolutely terrifying, right, to be, um, like, let me say this. If you gave me a gun and you're like, you need to fucking storm this house at four in the morning, and, like, if you fuck up, you just die, like, I'd be scared. Like, I don't, but the thing is, I'm not an adrenaline jockey. I don't have that power issue. I'm fine. I don't know. And, um, yeah, that's basically what he was saying. And then, um, some of the, some of the committee chairs, um, were actually very or the, the committee members were uh very intriguing with their comments one of the um one of the representatives and uh it reminds me now that this is the uh, house judiciary committee not the senate judiciary uh-huh. committee was like um now the only thing i know about uh police officers is from what i see on tv on shows like cops oh no the- <laughs> they, so, so they, they they literally it's it's it, for them it's quite literally copaganda yeah, so um, literally all they know about police officer stuff is from TV shows, and one of the guys is That's like, "So dangerous." One of the guys is like, "Now I've been offered one of those ride along things from oh the God. that they give the representatives, but I've never taken them up on it." I think you should. Um, I've known elected um, people running for office that have taken that have done ride alongs, um, and it's interesting and honestly um, turns you pretty anti cop pretty quick. Um, the in the ride-along, this cop was just sitting there with his laptop. In every car he passed by, he was just habitually running the number, like like running the plates, like super fucked up. Oh um, dang! Yeah, I mean, now look, he's no Constable McNabb, our um, the true enemy of the podcast. But uh, yeah, I mean, and so um, you know the the people were the people on the committee were saying that they're also being like, well, you know. If somebody in if somebody came into my house at four o'clock in the morning i'd kill them they basically they would say they said that but without saying it they were like they would they would be met with some pretty fierce resistance i'd be down to kill a cop <laughs> is what they really wanted to say even the republic even the even republicans don't like cops that much and that's the beautiful thing about it but i don't know um well speaking of, unless you have any more stuff to um, I, yeah, I was gonna elaborate a little bit more on okay, the, me, on yeah. the uh, so they so they bring in some some experts on uh <laughs> on this and you know some normal experts like crime experts stuff like that mm-hmm. i was you know i was dozing off getting bored with all this yeah and to my surprise who do they bring into this hearing? Mail in the gun. <laughs> <laughs> but none other than Charles Booker. No way. That's awesome. <laughs> and I just like, hello, up. I'm Charles Booker. You may recognize me from certain places. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, whoa, they just turned it from, from zero to 11. Yeah. Um, really quickly right there. So I, they got my attention. Yeah. They brought, they brought the future of, um, of leftism in America. <laughs> so uh, to the table, Charles Booker, um, makes a surprise appearance at this at this committee meeting that's awesome and um although under under not the best circumstances because both of his grandfathers died that weekend fuck and this is so, the dedication you have some people have to the um to the uh, uh ship of state he and he, I admire it. he held it together um for the most part he almost told a touching story but he said he was gonna tear up yeah, he's like i'm not look, he I'm was not like he was like i'm not gonna do it so yeah. um you know props to him 
for 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 that um he was basically saying like you guys are all idiots if you don't pass this yeah um and then they took his words to heart and they were like he was like you know i miss i miss being with all of you because he was yeah you know as as we all know Mm -hmm. former state representative um and uh yeah they kept referring to him uh, either as political activist on the little KET thing, yeah, or as former representative in yeah. in the in the person. It's just whoever was on the shift that day. I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was like, "All right." And then uh, you know, after his after his testimony was over, he just walked out, and he leaves. That's and he leaves ethereal. just as he came in. Absolutely ethereal. Um, wow. Are we? Uh, and and then and then that was pretty much it. And then okay. I'm like, oh, I can't get any better than this. Actually, they voted to to recommend the bill so it was over we hope to see all right now um meanwhile uh this is back on a back on the um city side of things right um there is a uh um there are uh there is a um, some state senators pushing for legislation that would let lexington set up an independent board of civilians to investigate and review questionable actions taken by the lexington police i think beth musgrave also wrote this article by the way Shout out to you, my one true love. Um, and uh, so the um, the deal is that this would give this uh, police oversight board the power to obtain a subpoena issued by a circuit court judge um, to compel testimony of witnesses, production of documents, books. That's right, folks, even books, papers, or, and this is big one, other records. You, you thought you were safe. The cops were storing all of their shit on wax cylinders. Um, but they were got and pod the cop podcast the cop pod- I hate that. Um, so there is a different Senate. There's already a Senate bill, Senate Bill um, two forty seven, which is sponsored by the Minority Leader um, McGarvey, who's a Democrat from Louisville, um, which would also give direct subpoena power to the Louisville's Civilian Police Board review. Right. So um, Senate Bill two forty seven. I just wanted to this you know, this is so premium. The um, the uh the title of this um bill is an act relating to the oversight of the police for a consolidated local government and declaring an emergency (laughs) that's where every single bill this session is and declaring an emergency people are losing their fucking mind over this emergency shit um which on a total side note um these republicans fucking fucked up so hard they've just earned themselves an extra two months of mask mandate um because they tried to get it repealed and the judge was like actually not only um i'm going to hold an injunction on this and bashir can keep whatever things he has but he can't make it any more extreme so andy can keep this mask mandate running court ordered as long as he wants but if he ever tries to get rid of it then he'll never be able to get it back so he's in the position where even if he thinks he can get rid of it um, should there ever be a scenario where he needs to suddenly reissue a mask mandate, he won't be able to. So, um, congrats, idiots. Um, you've gotten you've gotten another two months of mask mandate. I'll see you in October. But anyway, back to um the real thing over here. Um, there is an amendment filed on that bill to include Lexington in this. Um, so this is what I can't exactly figure out. Is that I can't tell if this. If 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 this if just the amendment to Senate Bill two forty seven is the same thing as this other legislation for sending up independent review board, the article is not clear. the the um the metaphysics of this of the 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 legal system were not like laid bare in this one, um, which was confusing to me. 
Um, but uh, regardless, it is happening. Um, if a bill like this gets pushed, it will also include Lexington. I don't know why. I don't know why they're working on this model where it's like certain cities only qualify for it. Because I would think you would. I would if I was designing this bill would simply allow every every town non home rule town or even home rule fuck it every every town even if you're home rule if there's three people in there form yourself a civilian review board um but this is um this is uh you know when we you know when people say that um that uh that the number one job of a liberal is to um uh, uh diffuse change install right mayor gordon um said that she was cautious about thomas's amendment quote we need time to read and study the bill and this amendment she said quote i understand that this bill gives council members the authority to create it comma and i need to hear from them period close parentheses or quotations or whatever super fucking weird we gotta hear from our counselors i gotta hear from i gotta hear from fuck i gotta make sure counselor fred brown is okay with this one like fuck off i it's so like like just just say you're just say you're for it linda like do you want people to vote for you I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm just, I, I honestly, let me just say this. I'm eagerly waiting to endorse someone that isn't Linda Gordon is what I'll say. Um, but they have to, you have to do better than a literal cop guys. That's all I'm saying. You have to do better than a literal cop. My standards aren't that high, but I I'll, I'll be looking forward to whoever challenges her. Yeah. Um, but we don't have to worry about that for the rest of the thing because mm-hmm. right. And that's right. Ladies and gentlemen, we're still in our off season. Okay. Anyway, that was my little bill thing. Yes. Anything else? Uh, yeah, we got on? some more happenings from from the legislature. Um, well, speaking, going, rewinding a bit to, I guess, the judiciary. Mm-hmm. Um, more judiciary goodness. There, yeah. I, there's um, some some talks right now on uh, making it so that uh, virtual court hearings are are like going to be phased out in in favor of you know in person. Yeah, um, I'm. I'm actually, but with the, before you say anything else, I'm very down for it um, because uh, everyone that I know that deals with the court system um, uh, uh, describes the process as uh, completely miserable. Um, like if you have if you have technical issues, the standard procedure is to file a warrant for your arrest, right? Because you're technically not doing it. It's so it's, you know, it's so bullshit. Um, the, the Zoom has really failed the courts. Um, system not turns out not everything can be a uh, digified when you're talking about mm. carceral punishment so um, they had a they had a couple of people from the justice department oh, in yeah. in this committee hearing what, what did the folks there have to say and they were basically talking about how like it's good for right now like in the in the temporary but like long term they want to look at maybe doing like traffic infractions or you know minor stuff over uh over zoom or something mm-hmm. but not anything major yeah the biggest thing i thought was interesting that they pointed out was um if if you uh as a as the defense um if your client wants to talk to you in private that's not possible exactly over zoom you can't whisper over zoom no and yeah. uh the chat logs are visible mm-hmm. to the to the host so yeah. you can't you can't type well, yeah, I mean, once again, this is what happens when you have a fucking um, just like a random uh, conference call company like Zoom suddenly mass adopted by the l- largest carceral system in the world. 
super fucked up. Um, so that's that's something that's on the on the books for for discussion for later. Thank God. Um, today I was doing the ultimate uh, like ADHD experience. Oh. Um, watching both the Senate and the House at the same time. How do you, how do you fucking manage that? Um, like, like, do you, you just you just have to tune one out? Yeah, basically. Oh my god. Um, because Firefox lets you do a picture in picture mode. Just have two window. Move the windows. No, around. but I can have them both in the same. It's nice. You okay, gotta sure. you gotta try it. I okay. I've I've don't like the picture in picture mode. I, think I it's like whatever. It. Uh, well, I have both the House and the Senate open on the same window. All right. It's really nice, and I'm watching. Both interestingly talking about education today. Huh. Um, now the uh, Senate um, overrode a veto from Andy uh, for mm. Senate Bill Three, which was like I was saying earlier. Yeah. The House overrode a veto as well, but they didn't explain what it was. <laughs> <They're>... <laughs> Don't you fucking hate when this happens in, in government, where they'll just like we're gonna veto and they just give some numbers and then nothing else. Like, mm. um, there was. Uh, I think it was Senator Scott um, today uh, introduced like 50 bills into the Senate. Jesus Christ, guys. Um, and it was all like an act to adjourn the Senate in memorial of so-and-so <laughs> or, or close close the legislative session in, in memorial of so-and-so. Dude, and he's just like, like, he's that. like, end it, end it now. Um, and so, yeah, that was, that was interesting, but... It was, you know, the the announcer that they have for the Senate is really nice. He has a very nice voice. Well, that's you would hope, yeah. Very rhythmic on it. So it's kind of like a like a drone. And then I was listening to the House talk about education. Very very musical. I didn't know. I didn't know the um, uh, legislative body of Ken- the Commonwealth of Kentucky were um, natural born hip hop artists. Yes. But, now uh, the okay. So the clerk for the House is interesting. He might have been like a radio or a, like a sports commentator in a past life. Basically, well, I mean that's the pipeline, right? Yeah, it's um. It's uh, you know, you're on KSR. And yeah. You go straight to clerk. Yeah, basically. I just <laughs> the KSR to clerk pipeline. Yeah. Um, they were talking about, and there were two. There were two education bills being discussed today in both the Senate and the House. So they were both talking about education at the same time. And at one point, the House and the Senate synced up, and one of the the both two people on the screen said education at the same time. Ooh, that's something. That's special. Mm-hmm. Um. And so the uh, Senate was discussing everyone's favorite uh, do-over-year bill. Dude, that's so awesome. I really, I'm so for it. I would love to just like, can I, I would love to just ask if I could take it again. Everybody, um, oh, it's only K through 12. I know, I know. But UK, I mean, the good news for, for, um, for seniors is that if they actually hate high school a lot, like every good senior does, and they just want to get going... Um, they don't have to. UK will not. If you if you want to go to the University of Kentucky, um, uh, UK will not. UK is suspended. Um, uh, they've made uh, sending your like ACT and SAT mm-hmm. scores optional for the next three years. Yeah, and uh, probably by the end of those three years, they'll just get rid of it entirely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as and of course, if you don't know, I mean, the SATs are just a racist institution. Um, yes, which is you know, and it was a news flash to me. But anyway, keep going. A topic for another time. Yeah, exactly. Um. So, yeah, the Senate was talking about that bill um, passed. Everybody liked it. Um, there was never a moment in committee where that bill was like people didn't like it. 
Um, in fact, one of the amendments uh, was it used to be just seniors. They actually amended it to all students. That's awesome. And they were because because uh, they were talking about the kindergartners who yeah, and they were like kindergartners don't know the alphabet. And we can't send them send them the first grade. It's not. I mean, it's true. The fucking like, like if you're like under seven years old and this happened to you, you need to do you need to try it again. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know, I'm just saying it's got to happen. Um, and the house was talking about an interesting bill, which was to make it so that school districts have to accept uh, out-of-residence students. Huh. I don't have an immediate... And is this is this just like busing but better or is so there's there's a big debate over whether or not busing would be included because because people because as you know we have a very tiny yes there there is even discussion of taxis oh my god no okay getting a taxi to school which i'm just like come on guys um there's there's talking about some kind of um state fund for high schools which i'm not familiar with i'm familiar with keys yeah um but i wasn't familiar with the state fund they were talking about um so if if you're if you're privy to this please let us know yeah um, our email inbox is open yes um and yeah it was a uh, very it's very interesting to see they excluded private schools good from from that good from from riddance. from the tuition good thing. i think yeah. um i think you don't get tuition assistance but i think they have uh, I, I think they well, have to accept or at least consider uh, students from outside, non non residents. I I mean, like I'm a little confused, right? Because in theory, if, if I last time I thought public school was like a thing you didn't have to pay for, I don't know. Yeah. Am I am I losing? I, why would there That's, be tuition considerations? Right. In the first that place? was uh, that was my initial thought too. Yeah. Um, so if you're out of state, do you have to pay? If you're trying to go out of district, do you have to pay an extra price for oh, it? Oh, oh yeah. It's probably because of taxes. Yeah. Right. Because, because, because you still need rates. to be paying because your taxes would be going to your local district, which mm-hmm. is good because that's what this my my immediate concern with stuff like this is like is this some insane way to defund districts like majority and black districts or i something. think it feels like it is it every whenever they pull shit like this it always feels like it is um and you know better to assume it's a segregationist thing than, mm-hmm. a, than an actual integrationist thing as like a um you know as leftists we get this a lot from from our critics people are like well if you hate if you hate america so much why don't you just move out absolutely insane um and my res- my response to that is always well if your car doesn't work do you just sell it exactly if well, you're if you're uh you know if your toilet clogs do you just buy a new house like like i don't like like do i look like mr Moneybags over here to you i can't just book a plane to like iceland and get off and be like okay i live here where's my where's my tax form like mm-hmm. you know um and so i kind of get that same vibe but from the republicans because um I've I've kind of had this experience growing up in public schools, um, where my parents were like, my parents wanted to send me to one of the independent school districts mm. in Northern Kentucky, um, but uh, that ended up not happening um, because my high school was historically not good, um, mm. but they ended up doing they were doing better by the time I got there. They're actually pretty good now, um, but it's it's kind of it's kind of like, um, you know, as a parent. Like their argument is you want to give the parents the freedom to choose where their uh, where their kids go to school. And they're even they're quoting the Constitution in this. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, like kids want I mean, parents obviously want the best for their kids or whatever. But a lot of times 
um, that want is um, either consciously or unconsciously racially motivated, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And so, um, I mean, I wasn't even... I wasn't even thinking about race in this. I was just thinking like, well, if you have a bad school and you're getting all the good kids out of it, then yeah. they're just going to become a worse school. I mean, just like, like basically uh, uh, giving, I'm always like, uh, like the end trajectory goal for Republicans is what they did in Louisiana um, in, in moving everything to a charter school method. Right. Um, and we have to, at all costs, avoid this basically. Um, so, uh, my immediate thought is like, no, this is I do not support this bill. Um, Although that's my safe bet. But here's here's one of the amendments to it. Okay, though. hit me, hit me. One of the amendments to it is completely unrelated to any of this. Awesome. It is well, only tangentially so. It is uh, to provide for all day kindergarten. Well, that's nice. I assumed kindergarten was no. Uh, at least in public school, there's AM PM. Yeah. Well, when I day. went to when I went to kindergarten, it was I was like the AM class, but I didn't. I just assumed they stopped doing that. No. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so that one of the amendments in this bill is to to provide for that. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I think this uh, bill is potentially dubious. Uh, not even potentially dubious, just dubious. Yeah, it's it's um suspect. Yeah, very sus. Uh. I mean, basically, the real, the real issue that this that I that you need to know from this bill is like, will being able will sending your kid to out of district cause the district you are in to lose money, right? Right, and that's the that's the kicker, right? And because, that's some of the stuff they haven't worked out either because yeah. there there is a whole like a recess, I think, um, and they were talking about the constitutionality of whether or not they could approve this bill because they were voting on an amendment without a financial statement. Mm. um and they're like can we even do this that's some nixon bullshit uh because obviously you know the republicans put in that yeah yeah you have to everything has to be financed a budget nonsense um and so they like they like went into recess so i was just listening to the senate uh the senate guy just like read off bills while they were just like talking there's something very and it happens every time and it's it's a it's a recurring um thing when we uh when when we spend enough time working for lame and watching any committees of any sorts is the um, very human question of, wait a second, can someone who knows how the committees work, get in here and tell me if I can do this or not? Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's a, it's a beautiful thing, right? Cause it reminds you that truly anyone can do it. Truly anyone. That's, um, and that's precisely how that question was asked. Yes. Um, because, and this was on the floor of the house. Yeah. Somebody said, he said wait are we allowed to pass these is is this a bill are we allowed to pass an amendment without a without a financial statement and uh and then they were like they're like hold on (laughs) yeah everyone in the senate did a collective it it was it was quiet for each individual person but the um it was it was deafening in the mics just everyone collectively just went like huh (laughs) all the no all the mics were off but you could see everybody was like I don't know. Can we <laughs> just like everyone's everyone's um, gaze just like mm-hmm. lo- just like un- unfocuses. <laughs> and um, yeah, it was like uh, it, it was a very fascinating watch, you know, like KET mutes, all that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really about all I have for uh, for the uh, legislature. Um, unless you have anything else to add. I already said my piece. All right. And uh, with that. It's happened again. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, it has. You've wasted another perfectly good hour listening to Lame. Mm-hmm. 
We'd like to thank our esteemed executive producer, Charlie Carey. Charlie, you. You, you make you make this world go round for us. You guys can follow us on Twitter, at LamePod. You can email us, LexLamePod at gmail.com. If and you if you want to make a um a uh, a donation to our um uh, okay let me just bullshit something real quick um our in uh the lame podcast endowment which is um inexplicably um uh, nothing but Bitcoin um you can uh you, you get in contact with us yes. <laughs> um and even though President of the Senate Stivers threatens to filibuster the end of our show whenever he hears us say it this is lame. That's a good one. That's a good one. Congrats. All right. Another one in the back. <laughs>